Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the pillow that started it all. Get my standard my pillow, regularly $49.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Just like all of you, I've tried every pillow out there, and none of them worked. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, helps keep your neck aligned, and it holds its shape all night long, regardless of your sleep position. So you get the best sleep of your life. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing them to you for the lowest price ever. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get my standard My Pillow for only $19.98. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen for only $27.98, or my Premium King only $34.98. My 60-day money-back guarantees it'll be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Downtown construction, bottles breaking, jukebox buzzing, cardboard sign says the Lord is coming. Tick, tick, tock. Rumors turn the meals back home. Parking lot kids with the speakers blown. We didn't turn it on, but we can't turn it off, off, off. Sometimes I wonder how did we get here? Seems like all we ever hear is noise. Yeah, we scream. Yeah, we shout till we don't have a voice. 
Politics and money and politicians talk, talk, talk But there really ain't no conversation Ain't nothing left of the imagination Trapped in our phones and we can't make it stop, stop This noise, yeah we scream, yeah we shout Till we don't have a voice In the streets, in the crowds It ain't nothing but noise Drowning out all the dreams of this Tennessee boy Just trying to be Shade and noise, all the floors, all the walls, they all shake with noise. We can't sleep, we can't think, can't escape the noise. We can't take the noise, so we just make noise. Yeah, we scream, yeah, we shout, yeah, we don't have a voice in the streets and the crowds. It ain't nothing but noise, drowning out all the dreams of this Tennessee boy, just trying to be heard. to another edition of the patriot party podcast is it no nope no that wasn't the problem so damn it fuck you obs fuck you damn it so we're fuck trying you. we're trying something new today rather right than having all of the clips open um at the beginning of the show uh, i put them all into folders thinking that it would um you know not eat up as much CPU bandwidth or whatever, and then OBS would work better. No. And apparently, that's not, not the case. The case at all. Son of a bitch. Some bitch. Some bitch. Hmm. Some bitch. Well, hopefully, it'll run better during the show. Anyway. All right. Maybe once it warms up, we'll be better off. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half, Vlim. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's. It's uh, been a stinging couple uh, 12, 16 hour, 18, 20 hours mm, now. Um, poor thing. It, poor uh, thing. it hurt. Um, it sure did. You know, mm -hmm. um, hey, you know, though, I look at it this way. I was irate last night. I went to bed without saying a word. You can ask my wife how bad that oh, is. I, I posted pictures of you snuggling with Annie. Yes. That's never good when I go to sleep. And um, yeah. I and don't you, say and anything. You, and you cuddle with the dog instead yes. of your wife, yes. So uh, I was very upset last night, um, as were all Eagles fans, I'm sure. Um, it was a bullshit call. I know it's not. Well, I know he was. He claimed he was holding him. That's cool. I got it. 
Um, I still think it's a bullshit call that close to the end of the game with time remaining on the clock. And you mean to tell me you stepped in because why um, all these claims about it being rigged last night was not a good argument for you. It now looks really rigged. Like literally you were seven points off of what the fucking script said. Seven points. Seven mm. points off. Couldn't well, let's believe. let's start with the Super Bowl for our first segment. Couldn't believe it. Because um, I know you want to get it out, out of your system and then we can move past it and it'll be over, thank God, for a whole nother no, no, year. No, no, no. I, I just, actually, I didn't want to even do a segment on the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. No, no, we're, um, we are because I want to play the anthem. The bigger parts, you know, the biggest thing I, I and still... the commercials. This, the biggest thing I hold to is that, hey, Eagles had a great season again and uh, yeah, we're all coming back, so fuck it. Exactly, Derek, and it's fake anyway. He knows this. That's why I said I want to listen to the anthem. And the commercials. Look, there's a couple things I told you all you can fuck with. You can fuck with everything. Don't fuck with my football. It's already there, babe. Do, we, okay. For the, this, literally for the first time in my life, I watched the entire game. No, you didn't. Yes, Shut did. up. No, you didn't. You didn't even watch the first half. What happened in the yes, first I half? Did. Well, I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I you didn't like, watch the first half. Don't I, even. Because I, I, I was in there watching it while you were out there jibber jabbering with Heather there on the back porch. Don't even give me that. Okay, shit. all right, all right, fine. <laughs> if I, I missed like the first ten minutes, please. Whatever. Um, but I, I sat down in the living room and watched like the whole end of it with you, so for real. And when the guy, when the TV announcer said he flipped the script, I was like. Pfft, that Eagles are losing. They fucking flipped the script. They just told you on national television that they flipped the script. He flipped the script. There it is. And I, I yep, he flipped the script. All right. He sure did. You know, you know, I even said it to you. Because yeah. up until that point, the Eagles were winning. No, and they then. No, they weren't. Well, no, they weren't. No, they were close. What the fuck? I don't know. Right. Anyhow, but it was an excellent rendition of the national anthem. So we'll get started with that. One of my favorites mm -hmm. by far. Chris Stapleton really uh, knocked it out of the park. If you didn't see it last night, you're about to see it right now. There you go. So enjoy because he really did do a good job. I thought he did an awesome job. Um, but yes, dear, can they really said that? So proudly we had twilight that's gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the pale spot all the rain. We're so gallantly streaming And the rock is regular Up on spur Singing Yeah 
flyover of an all-woman strike fighter uh, group that was based out there in Arizona, uh, F-16 National Guard unit, that they rearranged the flight schedule so that it was all females to be more woke because they were More woke than the pride flag that they lined up in? No, that wasn't a pride flag. That was a black African national Mm, flag. Okay. Because, yes, they did sing the black national anthem. And And Can the Navy get any more gay? Hold on. So they sang the black national anthem in the pregame. And and here's the thing about the Black National Anthem. I actually, I don't have a problem with the song because I know the history of it. I have a problem with them labeling it the Black National Anthem because that creates division in our country. And I did not pull it. Um, but the history of the song, the song was actually written for Abraham Lincoln when he freed the slaves. It was, re- it was written by a Republican in honor of him freeing the slaves. It's a beautiful song. I love the song. I hate that they're using it to create division in our country. I I just, well, one of the things I've talked to a bunch of black people about it, I always ask them. I'm like, well, don't worry about it. And we, we got a guy that works with us. We have a black guy that works with us. And we were giving him a ribbon he's today. Not, he's not really that black. We, get, we were giving him a ribbon today because we are like, hey, don't worry about it. They sang your national anthem. At, at the Super Bowl, he said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Don't, 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 don't do what they already did to us. It's from 1812. Is that what you said, Gerby? And I, I said, what do you mean? Don't do what they've already done to us. He, he said, when did they ask us? When did they reach out and ask the black community? Hey, is this our national anthem? I kind of took a step back. I was like, that's a great fucking point. That's a really good point. Well, once again, white liberal women are dictating to other cultures what, what their culture should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cultural pro- appropriation, but we're no the ass- But we're the assholes. Don't worry about it, folks. Anyhow. But so this is this is this is the controversial call. So is this holding or not? And I'm sorry. I mean, yes, he said he was holding. He dragged his jersey. I gotcha. Worst case scenario, you'll see James Bradbury. They're going to say he grabs him. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't know. Okay. First things. I mean, that was first. First things you have to understand. The ball, even without anything else, when his hand was on it, the ball was not in the air yet. Okay. When he turned, he made the cut back to the corner (laughs) wheel as he was rolling back to the corner of the end zone. The ball was uncatchable. What? 
if this is not rigged and you give so think about this think about me i was talking about the 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 black national anthem was written for abraham lincoln think about this for one second okay so if they didn't make that call if that yellow piece of laundry never hit the field eagles have two minutes 22 seconds to get back down the field because that was fourth that was third down they're now on fourth down boom they got to kick a field goal all right, so they got the lead now by only three. We have two, the Eagles have two minutes, 22 seconds, and two time, timeouts. Okay, we drive back down the field. Okay, maybe we don't score a touchdown, but we kick a field goal and tight. It goes into overtime. What better Super Bowl? Now you got two of the best teams. Hitting it off. Who's going to hold out under the pressure? But instead, some piece of shit, cocksucker, fucking little dickhead, tossed the laundry out in the field, which gave them a first down. Oh, and by the way, burned. we had to burn both of our timeouts, which only left us two seconds on the clock to just hope to God we can heave something down the field. Four seconds, but yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If it happened the opposite way, you're absolutely, before you even ask the question, if it happened the opposite way, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't have a fucking problem with it. <laughs> I would have said, fuck them. They deserved it. Fuck those bitches. Cause that's what I would say. But I've got to give it up to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city chiefs even though I have no respect for you. And I still think you're a bunch of fucking homos. And uh, I really think you should go kill. No, I won't say that. No. Um, but I will give it up to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, they won the Super Bowl. Congrats. No, Patrick um, Mahomes isn't, isn't he the one that got, oh no, that was a, a basketball player that got fined like $10,000 for saying no homo on the air. So whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey, congrats. They, they deserved it. They got it even if it was a script or not, but I've been trying to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like Andy Reed. That's a problem for me. It's been an internal battle. I loved Andy Reed when he was our coach and I was really pissed when they got rid of him. And then when I found out he went to Kansas city, I thought, well, it wouldn't be so painful. But then I said, well, fuck, he's just going to start a dynasty there. Uh, shit. What, what can you do? It was 40,000. He was fine for saying no homo. Uh, Thank you. I stand corrected. I said corrected. Even better. Stop. 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 Don't even that. If I ever, and I'm guaranteeing every person in Philadelphia right now is saying this. If we ever see Jill Biden in a goddamn (laughs) Eagles jersey again, or if I ever hear that stupid bitch, what's her name, uh, up in New York on NBC. um, I don't know. The one that Savannah Guthrie. If I ever hear her say, go Eagles again, I am going... See, you, you know what? I mean, see, this this is what tells me that the tide is truly turning against the current administration, though. The fact that the Eagles were supposed to win and at the last minute they flipped the script and Jill was there 
as an Eagles fan, that tells me that the tide is truly turning against them. Well, I, I don't know what's funnier. Last night where the two crowds in downtown Philly while they were rioting, because Philly was going to burn either way, folks, just in case oh, you yeah. weren't aware. Oh, yeah. That's just what we do. It's Most, a Philly thing. No, it's a Philly it's, thing. It's not just a Philly thing. Okay. I was at UConn in 99 when the men and the women won the national championships for basketball. And we set a fucking apartment building on fire. We set a bunch of cars on fire. We set like, I mean. Well, you retards. It was ridiculous. I'm the, the apartment we building. We only do it on look, like the two streets. The apartment building was by, was by mistake because we had like a trash can fire and it was too close to a tree which caught on fire which is too close to the apartment that caught on fire and anyway um but regardless you know like flipping the car over was something different they did that in philly yesterday yeah well they did a lot in philly they burnt some shit down too but one of the things that they had two echoing chants one was screaming fuck the chiefs the other one was screaming fuck joe biden <laughs> so i don't know which is worse because everybody saw the same tweet i did and when we saw that bitch put that jersey on i sent a tweet to def griffin said we're fucked what'd you say yeah. oh relax relax we're good told you oh anyhow so um but the best part of the super bowl everyone knows this is the commercials not really because I, I fucking can't stand football i i mean i couldn't stand the commercials i i don't i don't follow along so i don't understand the rules of the game so um well, that does that sounds like a you problem yeah again i really don't give a fuck so you know what i'm saying sis that I sounds have, like a you problem. i have no intention of ever following the rules of the game and don't call me sis that's really creepy <laughs> since we like sleep in the same bed and have children together and stuff <laughs> I wouldn't want people to get the wrong idea. Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, anywho. All right. So. Wow. You went there. <laughs> That's not where I was going with that, but you oh. went there. You went right in the gutter. I'm just saying. You, run, you went right in the fucking gutter. Hey, you I didn't just, even I, try to avoid that. I wouldn't that want bitch. people to get the wrong idea, okay? You drove that train directly through that Mind gutter. Mind you, okay, when Mick and I, we weren't even dating. We were thinking about potentially dating in the future. He was already in love with me, had been for years. But anyway, I was thinking about potentially giving him a chance in the future. And uh, we spent a week together, just, just as friends. I happened to be home on vacation. He was recovering from some injuries. So he was home and, uh, and you know, like we went out to lunch and we went shopping and we had a grand old time. And um, I remember we were walking around the mall and I was at like, we grew up in a town where it was like a, a small town in a big city. So everybody knew each other. Right. And uh, so this guy comes out of the mall, like out of one of the stores and, and he knew me, recognized me, you know, and he was like, Oh, Hey, is, is this your brother? And I was like, no, not at all. Like we've, we've just been friends for a long time. And he was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, like, I just got that, that vibe that you guys were like, you know, like really close or like, you know, knew each other really well. I just, you look alike. I thought you were brother and sister. And I was like, Oh no, that's so creepy. Please don't. <laughs> Anyway, I know you don't remember that because it was um, 25 years ago. Yeah, but I do because I remember everything. Whew. Anyhow, so Costa Yoda, we will get to that. 
Don't, don't get ahead. The Super Bowl always delivers the most iconic commercials, the biggest brands with the biggest names, all competing for your attention. But how did this year's commercials rank? Here are the top five Super Bowl commercials you may have missed. Hey friends, I'm Emily Agard, and we're kicking our countdown off with Rakuten and their modern day remake of the cult classic Clueless. Gotta love that 28 years later, Sharon Amber are still passionate debate rivals. Here they are at number five. I used to be pretty clueless about shopping, among other things. Like when I heard I could save by getting cash back with Rakuten, I was like, as if. But then I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? You can get cash back on all the fashion, even your most capable outfits. At your fave beauty stores. Ooh, eye cream. Not that I need it. And on pretty much whatever. Who put that there? In conclusion, you'd have to be butt crazy to shop with that Rakuten. Ching. Um, hello. Do I even get a rebuttal? I'm sure it'd be re-brutal. <laughs> whatever. Aren't you a little old for high school? <laughs> what? All right, our next commercial is Beyond Relatable. You know that on hold song that's kind of annoying, kind of a banger? The one that we've had to tolerate multiple times in our lives? Well, Miles Teller and his wife are here to show us exactly how we should embrace it while enjoying a Bud Light. The estimated hold time is now less than 96 minutes. Sorry, are you still there? Yes. Okay, please hold. Listen, there's... Now, although I, I think that one is... I thought that one was kind of really cool. It was. It was, it was neat. Yeah. Um, I... I still think it's hysterical that they're still normalizing being on hold forever. I mean, I'm serious. Well, like, that's because there's nobody left to work in customer service. That's why they're normalizing <laughs> being on hold again. For less than 96 just, minutes. Just mm -hmm. throwing it out there, yep. folks. Nothing like a good old fashioned ham and brie sandwich. And our next commercial from Hellman, starring John Hamm, Brie Larson, and Pete Davidson, has all the celeb power as they find themselves in a pretty odd place. John? Brie, any idea why we are in a fridge? Well, I'm Brie. Yeah, I'm John. I know, but you're John who? John Ham. So we're Brie and. Brie and Ham. Ham and Brie. I get it. And Hellman's. We're dinner. Well, with Hellman's, all these leftovers can be anything. Is that Pete Davidson? Uh-huh. He really is everywhere. I'm going to eat you guys. 
You guys are really delicious. That's, that's weird. Hellman's brings leftovers to life. And if you're breaking... I'm sorry. That's creepy as fuck. That's just weird. Like, that's beyond weird. That's just like... No. Just, Is that uh, like normalizing cannibalism? I, like, what the fuck? I, I don't know. I can't, no. That's just, that's, no. That had problems. That was, yeah, that was serious. That had serious issues. Serious issues. I'm going to eat you. Yeah, no. No. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Bad fan, this next commercial is for you. Walter White and Jesse Pinkman are back at it cooking up something special with a reimagined version of their critically acclaimed show for Popcorners. Yo, this is a bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Popcorners? You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White! Jesse. Everyone's gonna want to taste. And I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> popcorners! Tight! 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 Yeah! How much of this stuff do you have? We've got six signature flavors, y'all. Seven! You make seven! Seven. Seven works. Yeah. Popcorners break into something good. We're gonna eat a lot of snacks together. <laughs> and fine. That one I liked. That one was pretty funny. White cheddar meth flavor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Costa said. Hey, we should we should we should try and market that. No shit, right? Good idea, yeah. Costa Kyoto. Yeah. I like that. White cheddar meth. I like it. You <laughs> could get a lot of rednecks with that one. Just saying. Yeah. In our number one spot comes a competition for the best triangle player of the year. Yes, you heard that correctly. Dorito. This is the only demonic one I saw all yes, night. Yeah, and funny and that they was, think it's their best one. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, I did not like it, and uh, I'm going to tell you right now: if you're sensitive to it, you probably don't want to oh, watch. Oh, oh yeah, no. What? Look for the look for the just look, look for the symbols. Look for the symbols, and not the musical kind. Ghost packs a star-studded lineup in this one, featuring Jack Harlow, Missy Elliott, and a cameo at the end you won't want to miss. It's just not right. Nah, I need to try something new. You gonna quit rap for a triangle? I gotta do me, Missy. No, 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 it's ding, 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 not ding, 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 ding. Jack Harlow did it again. Ting, ting, ting. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that's it, that's it. America has a case of triangle fever. Everybody, we are sold out of triangles, but we still have cowboys. The triangle has replaced the British pound. Triangle by Harlem. 
Triangle Player of the Year goes to Elton John. There you have it, the top five commercials you may have missed from Super Bowl 50. Yeah. All right, so the triangle at the end with Elton John, are you freaking kidding me now? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> we're not hiding it. We're just putting it out there. Hope you guys don't watch. Oops. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, let's just, mm, uh, we're, yeah, we're done with that. Done with that folder. Okay, done with that folder. So, on to the next segment. We've all been, we, we spent all, these, all last week talking about what they're going to, what they were trying to distract us from. Okay. And I, I hate to say, I think I found it. Okay. Now, yeah, start with that. Hold on, just look at you. All right. Just... Whatever. And I watched this movie today or all but the last 30 minutes because then I had to go get ready for the show. Um, because uh, I'm sure at this point, most of you have heard about the train derailment in Ohio. We spoke about it briefly last week. I got a lot more information about it over the last couple of days. But the just funny, weird, you know, conspiracy tinfoil hat part of this well, besides the fact that there have been three other trained derailments, two today and one on January 28th, um, was that just last year, this movie came out called White Noise, hence the name of the show. And the people that were in the movie are the people that live in this town that this train derailment happened in last week. So literally, they are living the movie that they just filmed like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and now tell me again yeah. how future doesn't prove past. I, and one more time, tell me again how fucking our theory about movies yeah. doesn't Predicting work. The future. Yeah. And it was a remake of a 1985 movie. But the fact that it happened in this particular town that they filmed the movie that this town had to evacuate. And that was like, kind of like the, I, I don't know. It's a kind of a, it's kind of a funny, weird, uh, fucked up movie. Um, but uh, anyway, just, just, just play this. Actually, Deerkin, there, there's something to that, but uh, there was a uh, statistic that I, I read in. Uh, oh, we're, we're going to get into the, the effects of this. Sh but yeah. Would you Okay. Zip it. Go ahead. There was uh, a statistic that was released over the weekend in uh, Montana. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And this statistic was the uh, number of rear end collisions that happened on the day that the balloon was in the air. Because, <laughs> you know, all those idiots in Montana were looking up at the sky instead of paying attention to driving, and they were slamming right in the ass end of everybody There's else. not even that much traffic in Montana. There's not that many people in Montana. It was a 700% increase. Like every single person in Montana have an accident? I think so. Everybody's like sake. looking they're out like their windshield. they phone out, like recording in the sky, going, oh, like, fuck, there's a car in front of me. <laughs> they're driving down Jesus. the road. Looking up their fucking, looking at their 
whatever. It anyway, was, well, we'll get to the balloon distraction in a minute. But this hysterical. is this is in case you guys haven't seen the movie, which I, I would imagine most of you probably haven't, because who really watches Netflix anymore? Um, but uh, this this is the the trailer. So people for had the movie seventeen accidents. Two people had seventeen accidents each for a seven hundred percent increase. Probably uh, women, but. Just saying. Yes, Carax. The name of the next segment is UFOs. We'll get to that one. But right now we're in Ohio. Trains. Trains, planes, and automobiles. Just trains. Stand by. Just trains. Trains and chemical wasteland. Chernobyl in Ohio. Okay. Roll film. Like that, that stuff causes cancer in laboratory animals, in case you didn't know. Either I chew gum or I smoke. Are these children yours? That's mine from Wives 1 and 3. There's Babette's from Husband 2. Wilder is ours. We're each other's fourth. Life is good, Jack. I hope it lasts forever. Let's watch a sitcom or something. No! They're calling it the airborne toxic event. We won't come this way. Will we have to leave our home? Of course not. How do you know? I just know. Okay, what if it's dangerous? We have a situation. All we have to do is stay out of the way. They're passing the staff. Technically, that's illegal. Do sheep have lashes? Ask your father. We're going sideways. Dad, do sheep have lashes? Doesn't anyone want to pay attention to what's actually happening? I wish there was something I could do. I wish I could outthink the problem. There are two kinds of people in the world. Killers and dyers. Most of us are dyers. Right now we're safe. As long as the children are here, they need us. For some persistent sense of large-scale ruin, we keep inventing hope. How was this flicky watch, David? I mean, I've seen, I've definitely seen worse on Netflix. I've definitely seen better anywhere. I mean, I'm sorry. I I just have this problem with Han Solo's kid fucking being involved in this whole thing. You know, I know he's a Marine. I get it. But the, just the fact that it was literally released last year and filmed in the same place that this, train derailment and chemical fire happened now and the people that played the extras in the movie are literally going through what they played in the movie i'm sorry it's fucked up so this is some pictures this is what it looks like and we're going to get into what happened um and i'll tell you it's really hard to find out any information about it because they've they've not covered it 
Yeah. Yeah. So. That gives you an idea of the scale right there. That's, that's, that's farmland. Fucking, that's huge. Yeah. That's fucking huge, folks. That's a lot of fire. Yeah. That's a lot of evil shit. Like this shit here, see this gray churning kind of brown, kind of got a brown hue to it, but you can't really tell because it's all up here in the upper atmosphere. That's the that's the bad shit. That's all the unburnt shit. Believe it or not, everybody mistakes what smoke is. Smoke is just unburned fuel. That's why when you take a lighter and over a fire, you can take a lighter and light the smoke on fire because all that is is just unburned fuel. It just didn't have a chance to burn off and it burns off in the form of smoke. Well, if you take a lighter and light that on fire, it'll catch fire. Well, all of that shit is just unburned fuel. Yeah. That's now chemicals and all sorts of other shit that got mixed together that who knows what it is now. Good luck. I can play you a video of what. Oh we, no, I can tell you what it is now, and we're going to get to that. Keep get, play, play of of what we call blue canaries, because blue canaries, holy shit! All right, um, we call those cops. By the way, as firefighters, we call them cops because they go running in without any masks on. We just laugh. All right. Well, I'm just going to open all these because this is yeah. We'll just run through them. Oh my God. That's the last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is bad. Because bad. of what it affects overall in our country is the problem. And that is the big issue. I wish you kind of told me that first. I would have set all this shit up so I could just. Well, that's okay. I got no. There's actually some videos that are no, going in between here, but that that's it's there fine. Was no videos. I know. There. I know there wasn't. I, I know there wasn't. It it's just because that's it's how it was downloaded. That's fine. It yeah. doesn't matter. So we're just going to leave the screen up. Yeah. I'll just go down the corner here. Boom. So there's some of the fire. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a bright ball. That ain't good. Um, when trains do that, that's not a good thing. Blevies are always a problem, and that's what they're concerned about. I'm sure blevies are definitely the issue. Um, one of the issues, I'm sure. Uh, this is another one from down the street, and you can see. Now they didn't evacuate people. As fuck. They didn't evacuate people until the day after they started burning the fire, burning it. The the next day, when they because they had they they didn't even think about what the fallout would be. Okay, well. Oh no, no, we'll get to the fallout. Cool. Go to the next picture. I they didn't light it though. Yeah, they it did. was already burning. No, no, they they did. They did. We'll get to that. They did light it. They did light it. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. But either way, as you can see here, holy shit, that's not good to be like there. And you can ask her. All right. This is what a hotel in downtown Savannah, when it caught, it wasn't a hotel. It was a parking garage. No, it wasn't a parking garage. It was a apartment structure. It was and under it construction, was, but yeah. It was okay. under construction and it was attached to a parking garage. And the whole thing burnt down in less than six hours. And they've been working on it for like four years now. Mm -hmm. And um, completely made of wood. And I was all the way across town. And when I, she called me. She said, hey, did you see what's going on? And I said, no, what are you talking about? We were supposed about? to go to your company Christmas party and I couldn't leave and you got really mad. No, I, no, I, I was in, I was in 
a class. I was in a class that day because I was across town. I was mm-hmm. like, I was at work. I was supposed to be at work, but I was at a class. And then I worked the second half. I worked the seven to seven shift. Anyway, I'm driving back across town and she says, look up in the sky. And I looked up and that's uh, about what you saw. Yeah. A little less than that, but that's uh, pretty much what four we're or five saw. years ago. It was when the, uh, the, the East river wharf burned wicks. Cause I, the, I, I actually got the video that they put on uh WSAB. Yeah. So, but it was, uh, yeah, I've seen that. We've seen that before. It's, and I guess this was at night or in the evening. Mm-hmm. It shows you how hot that bitch is burning. And just look what's wafting off in the air there. Remember, that's making the jet stream right there, just mm-hmm. so you're all aware. Yep. So let's look at what was in it. What was so, burning? Vinyl chloride. Vinyl chloride is very toxic. This Now this comes, this is from the official website, um, uh, EPA. Vinyl chloride is very toxic. People should avoid contact with this chemical. The following health effects can occur after several years of exposure to vinyl chloride. Damage to the nervous system. Changes in the immune system. Decrease in bone strength in fingers, arms, and joints. Exposure to vinyl chloride may increase a person's risk of developing cancer. Human and animal studies show higher rates of liver, lung, and several other types of cancer. Being exposed to vinyl chloride can affect a person's liver, kidney, lung, spleen, nervous system, and blood. People exposed to levels of 1 million parts per uh, parts per PPB um, parts per billion parts per billion or more in air may have an increased risk of miscarriage and birth defects. Damage to male sperm producing organs has occurred in laboratory animals. Vinyl chloride can be found in urine and body tissues after recent exposures. However, test results may not accurately reflect the level of duration of the exposure or predict future health effects. Function tests of bone, marrow, liver, kidney, and nerves may be useful in determining the effects of vinyl chloride exposure. Seek medical advice if you have any symptoms that you think may be related to chemical exposure. So naturally, it's uh, pretty bad shit. It's going to yeah. turn your inner organs into liquid shit. Is... Or, or, or you're going to get cancer. It's highly carcinogen, highly, highly carcinogen. And now, and okay, and so this is where, now, mind you, this is, when you burn vinyl chloride, it turns into, I can't remember the name, It's uh, they'll say it, say it in one of the next videos that we have coming up. Um, but it turns into something that binds to water molecules and basically turns into acid rain. Oh, it's a phosphate then. It turns yeah, to a plastic yeah, phosphate uh-huh. of sorts. Okay. Um, and, and it's getting into the water supply because then as it falls down, it seeps into the water supply. And this literally happened right next to the Ohio River, which dumps into the Mississippi. This, this is where it's going to affect based on the groundwater. As you can see, the Ohio River separates Ohio, West Virginia, Mm -hmm. Kentucky, Indiana, and Kentucky, and Illinois, and Kentucky, and a little bit of Montana in Kentucky. Yes, Jeff, that that the the chemical <laughs> that's created when you burn vinyl chloride is exactly a, a chemical weapon that was used in World War One. So yeah. what you're seeing there and what you're seeing is from that from this picture here, 
you're seeing all the splinter rivers that come off the Ohio River. All right. And these are main tributaries, especially I know down here in Tennessee, because you're talking about a huge river right here. Um, that's uh, where I was right, right there, roughly yep. in Tennessee um, by Clarksville. And when they evacuated the town's folk, uh, you know, the, the next day, they said, um, oh, no, your animals will be fine. And people with like chickens and livestock and stuff, they couldn't they couldn't take their animals with them. People, you know, people took dogs and cats. Mostly they came back. Their animals are all dead. All the chickens, all the livestock, the dogs that were dogs and cats that were left behind. They're all dead. And they're having major fish die offs all over. So these are all the tributaries to the Ohio River, just in case you're wondering, the Tennessee River Basin, uh, the Lower Mississippi River Basin, the Arkansas White River Red Basin, the Missouri River Basin, and the Upper Mississippi River Basin. All would be affected by this. Well, and the area that's outlined in red is what's most affected. And mind you, it dumps into the Gulf of Mexico. Yep. So then you're looking at toxic chemicals and... Uh, the coast of Florida, Alabama, all the beaches there. This wasn't done by the Chinese if they want to take it. No, no, no. This is this is done by complete just sheer incompetence. This was done by uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion hires. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, so uh, this is the hot zone. The red yeah. is the hot zone. The yellow here is what they're calling uh, the warm zone. And this black line is showing the green zone or what they're considering is the green zone. Um, the red zone, essentially anybody in the red zone, you have to be in full PPE, wearing a ventilator, the whole bit. And you could only be there for so long. Anybody in the orange zone, you have to be in full PPE with a ventilator and you can only be there for so long. Anybody outside of that, all you got to have is PPE on. So... Um, oh, they, they let the townspeople go home after 24 hours. That was good of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Real good of them. Yeah. I can't wait till their souls burn. And this is where the wind is going. So East Palestine, it is that the wind direction is, is going southeast. Um, Toward Pulaski, Beaver Falls, uh, West Mayfield, and, and, which is really funny because there's a major train line that goes directly up there. And I mean, don't think that this is going to disperse before it hits all the way over to the East Coast, because it ain't. I'm sorry. Remember when Chernobyl blew, they were finding radioactive material. Yeah, but this isn't radioactive material. A r- this is highly, highly chemical. Highly- I, yes, 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 yes. It's not radioactive. I, no, a I know. Radioactive half-life is 20 times more that right. than if you're anything. Right, you're, right, you're right. This only has a 30-year half-life. No, it doesn't. I guarantee it doesn't. Okay. I guarantee it doesn't even have half of that. Okay. I guarantee once it's diluted, it's not even half as bad as what it was when it was original. Because there's there's no way unless it, if it was nuclear, they would have evacuated everybody. No, I know it's not nuclear, but they. But this, then, all right. So, it's, so let's, it's let's half play. Life is not let's, thirty years. Let's play some of the, the videos here so we can get a an idea of of what happened. I'm just saying. So, oh, uh, this actually, this was, uh, this was Houston. So this was the, um, this happened today. So this was another one that happened today. We'll get back to Ohio in just a moment. Yeah. And actually, and I'm trying to avoid sensitive, uh, areas here. I'm going to zoom out real quick. 
um, but it looked like there was two pieces of what a cab was, and mm. I can actually try to point it out. Um, over right behind where those uh, cars derail, there's like pieces of what looks like a cab area, and you can see where those investigators are standing. That's the point of impact. That's Midline Road, uh, and again, they're you know looking for I think debris and trying to collect uh, all pieces of evidence right there where the point of impact is. And then just a little bit more to the right is where they've kind of got a perimeter set up of where the body was found. And that's where I'm trying to stay away from. See, um, this one I got an issue with. All right. There's constant. I have seen them. Mm-hmm. I have seen people do this. Yeah. Just run into trains. No. Hmm. They're constantly trying to beat the train. Oh, yeah. They're constantly trying to get, we see it. I see it every fucking day going to work. Oh yeah. At seven 30 in the morning. I don't know what it is about CSX, but CSX at seven 30 in the morning. One of the big busiest roads in our town, they have to run a fucking train through. And I watch people drive underneath those arms all the time. And you know what else I've seen? Hmm. I've also seen the idiots that didn't know to keep going. They slammed on the brakes because the arms came down and they just stopped. And then they're on the tracks and they're sitting right in the middle of the tracks. So stupid. But people do that. People. I, I don't know why. They, I, I guess all of a sudden they lose all point of logic and they decide, well, my life's not as important as my car. My car must go for, I've seen people do this. Before. I gotcha. They've seen the train barreling down the track mm-hmm. and they said, you know what? I got time. Mm-hmm. no, you you don't um, have time. Two River said, "Give it a few days." Did they let them back in post twenty four hours? Yes. Did anyone talk to local residents to get personal video footage? Our friend Drew, um, uh, Drew that was on True Spiracy with us a few weeks ago, he's actually going going down there. Uh, I think tomorrow. There were they were to do on they spot reporting. were arresting reporters. Yeah, that and, were reporting, and, and on we're this. gonna we're gonna get to that. But our friend Mitch lives about thirty miles away, um, and. Uh, he was saying, Shit, "Where's uh, uh, Chuck? You live up there in Ohio. Where do you live? You gotta be. Yeah, I gotta believe you're somewhere around there, um, in that area. Generally, maybe not. You might be on the other side of the state, if I remember correctly." So, um, Mitch said, "People in his area, like thirty miles away, are complaining of burning eyes and itchiness." Yeah. Oh, Drew's going to go down on Wednesday and try and interview some residents and get footage. So, All right, good. Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll broadcast oh, it here. Yeah, we'll see if, we, see if we can get him to come on. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. So, that was Texas today. So, and, and I get what you're saying about people constantly driving, and you can shut this off. Um, I just more the wreck. Yeah. But, I mean, look. <laughs> about people driving into... That's not that's not chemical carriers. Those are all shipping containers. Um, Those are not chemical containers. Correct. Texas, there was no chemical containers. South Carolina, there was also a derailment today, and there were chemical containers there. Well, that's right up the road. I know. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Right there, there's there's the truck. Yeah, tried tried to beat the train. I I, I'm not saying that's what happened. We don't know what happened. Okay. Cause I was just telling her the other day, tell me something. Mm -hmm. And I, I I was talking to a buddy of mine. He is a uh, long haul trucker. He does the big routes. He does, um, yeah, Virginia to California. Yep. Um, and him and his wife do it Mm -hmm. and good dude. I, 
great guy. Uh, the only reason we can't hang out anymore is he's sober and I'm not. Yep. So sorry, dude. I just can't do that. But uh, we talk all the time. One of the things we were talking, he listens to our show all the time. So he's probably listening. Anyway, I he he asked me, he goes, hey, dude, what's going on with all of these accidents? You mean accidents? I said accidents. I said, what are you talking about? He said, dude, he said, I drive. Uh, I put in the last two years alone, he's put more than four million miles on his truck just to give you an idea of how much this motherfucker drives. All right. He's like, dude, I'm constantly on the road. He's like, I have seen more accidents with one car, not two, not three, but one car off the side of the road, ran into this, did that. He said, I've never seen it before, dude. He said, I have never, ever seen the nutty shit I am seeing on the road right now. And he's been driving for over 30 fucking years. Yeah, they're called accidents. And these guys are driving. He said, dude, I was, he said he was in, um, uh, no, in Illinois, somewhere in Illinois, Uh, he's outside Chicago. He said he watched a dude drive from the far left lane. So in the fast lane, four lanes of traffic over into a wall and the car exploded. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I just, I kept driving, bro. But he's like, I called it. But I have seen so many of these accidents going on where people are fucking just driving off the road for no reason whatsoever. How many do you guys see? I know that I got a bunch of truck drivers that listen to me. How many do you fuckers see? Because I know you all do. Okay, well, we'll we'll get to to Kovacs and that's a a whole different segment. Um, Let's go back to Ohio. I mean, there was some funky shit about the train derailments, but here we go. Does this actually get into it yes. now? Because like we went to Texas for some. Yeah, time, I know. So it's I don't just know how it was. Just how why things, you didn't stick with Ohio? Because it was how things downloaded, and I can't oh, change the order oh, in the folders. You can number them. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Tonight, pretty stunning video raising a lot of questions, especially for people in East Palestine, Ohio. As you can see, sparks and flames underneath this Norfolk Southern train, and this was 20 miles before it derailed. The derailment, as we all now know, sent dangerous chemicals into the air and forced thousands of people from their homes for days. Now the question is, when did the crew know that there was a problem? This video obtained by our news partners at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette was taken by a security camera at an equipment manufacturing plant in Salem, Ohio, some 20 miles from East Palestine. You can see what appear to be sparks or flames under one of the cars as it passes the plant. The NTSB referenced the video at a news conference earlier this week. We uh, have attained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues on one of the rail car axles. That second video came from a processing plant a mile down the track also in Salem. In front of that plant is a hot box detector which scans the temperature of the axles as the train passes and sounds an alert if they're overheated. The crew did receive an alarm from a wayside defect detector shortly before the derailment indicating a mechanical issue. 
than an emergency brake application initiated. The NTSB says there was an alert, but it is not known if it came from the hotbox detector in Salem or the next one down the track 20 miles away in East Palestine, where that derailment happened. And if the alert wasn't triggered when the train passed Salem, why not? I spoke today with a retired Norfolk Southern engineer, Scott Wilcox, who lives in Avonmore. How would that person know there was an issue? Generally speaking, after the length of the train has passed over the detector, it will tell you there are no problems found. The NTSB has obtained the train's data recorder and audio recordings. Those are being analyzed at an NTSB lab in Washington, D.C. Now, the agency is also checking whether all the detectors were working properly. If the detector... So, really quick, folks. So, this is the most recent information, hold obviously. On, hold on. Mm -hmm. Really quick, too. All right? Realize. All right? When, when you see these videos, take into account, all right, these trains. These aren't trains like trains we used to play with when we were kids or just a couple of feet long. No. These trains are miles, mm -hmm. fucking miles long, all right? You can't see all the way down to the end of your train some mornings when you're getting on a train because you have that many cars connected, all right? These things are fucking huge. These detectors, if they failed and they didn't work for whatever reason, and there was a problem some 20-something cars back. Let me tell you something. That conductor is not going to know for a hot minute and before he, there's something wrong. And when he does and he starts, he, he tries to stop the train, it takes a mile yeah, to stop the train. It takes more than that. Yeah. At, at least. It takes, it takes miles yeah. to stop the train. You're not just stopping that much steel from yeah. moving. Yeah. just anyway, doesn't happen. So, th So this is the most recent. <laughs> um, information that came out. Let's get into uh, some of, um, well, let's do those last. Let's get into the rest but, of the videos first. I know it's just how it came through. Well, then why did you let me open them all then? Well, just uh, leave them up because we'll get to them next. Yeah. She's such a dork. Sorry. All right. This takes a little bit longer. But the show is running better. It is. So you're looking at a toxic cocktail of harmful and potentially deadly chemicals purposely being burned off by authorities. But why? Let's rewind. This all started with a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, a town of nearly 5,000 people. Five of the cars that derailed were carrying vinyl chloride, a dangerous chemical linked to multiple cancers. It's used to make a whole bunch of things from car parts to PVC piping. But on its own, vinyl chloride can cause blisters, headaches, dizziness, and can be deadly if breathed in for too long. It's also unstable, and at least one of the train cars was at risk of exploding and sending deadly shrapnel flying as as far as a mile. And while that massive explosion didn't end up happening, many are wondering if the way authorities are going about mitigating the incident is the best course of action. To avoid a catastrophic explosion, officials conducted a controlled release of vinyl chloride a few days after the derailment. They pierced the train cars so the vinyl chloride could drain into a trench and burn. It resulted in this. Authorities said that the controlled burn would release hydrogen chloride and phosgene into the air. 
Yes, as in World War I chemical weapon phosgene. So what does that mean for residents? Well, everyone living within at least a two-mile radius of the derailment site was ordered to evacuate. Ahead of the controlled burn, authorities released an evacuation map and essentially said, if you're in this area, leave or risk dying because of toxic fumes. Authorities have been monitoring the air and water quality since the controlled release started and said that none of the readings were concerning. But many evacuated residents still have questions, namely when they'll be able to return home safely. While the possibility for a massive explosion is no longer a danger, there's been no timeline given for when it will be safe for people to return to the affected area. All right, before we get going crazy, because I can see where your head's churning already, all right? This wasn't from me. No, I Can know, I know. No, I, listen, listen, listen. I, no, 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 I stop. Just, I want to give him credit. Hold stop. on, let me, quick, let me, I, a Canico of the Great put out an excellent Substack about this, or a, a Twitter thread, and pulled together a bunch of information. So just so you guys know where to go find it. Hey, listen, yes, phosgene is something that was created in World War One. Yes, it is a deadly gas. It is very deadly. Okay. But guess what, motherfuckers? Every single one of you has it in your house. What, Nick? What? Do you have an air conditioner in your fucking house? Yeah. You got phosgene in your house. It's not working right now, but yeah. When Freon burns, mm -hmm. it's phosgene. Okay. Okay. It's odorless. Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell like it. I don't. Old D boy, dick boy. My buddy uh -huh. started out at Station 8 with me. Yeah. Don. Mm -hmm. He went up in the school with the air conditioner on fire. Not wearing his mask. Yeah. He was up there for less than a minute. Yeah. He came down. His blood saturation level was at 10.4%. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was almost dead. Mm -hmm. They rushed him to the hospital, putting him on a 100% O2 at 25 liters a minute. Okay. They were forcing oxygen to replace what he had already breathed in. So everybody's got phosgene, believe it or not. It's in your house. If you got an air conditioner, you got phosgene. It's in the Freon. When you burn Freon, Freon be, hey, I'm not telling you what to do with your Freon. But I don't think there's as much phosgene in your air conditioning unit as there is released into the skies over Ohio right now. No. No, actually, it's more concentrated in your air conditioning unit. It's more, worse. It's more lethal. Uh, mm, okay. So really quick, I'm not telling you what to do with your Freon, but if you don't want to have some. If you happen to catch on fire, if you're looking to do something that could protect yourself, so let you know. Okay, that's no. <laughs> but th these aren't chemicals that are uh, that aren't like in our everyday existence. That's the only point I'm making. All right, it's not like you know how you get rid of phosgene out of the air. Hmm. It's really crazy. Hmm. You take a sprinkler and you turn it on. Rain takes phosgene out of the air. Because it bonds to water. Yes, it bonds to water and it dilutes the gene. All It dilutes it to nothing. Turns it basically back into hydrogen. Okay, well, play the next clip. That's why that. That's why it's... With firefighting, you don't have to worry about it. You just go in and spray water on it. It's done. See ya. Fog nozzle. It's what we do with it. That's how we do it. It's weird. 
And even though North Lima is about 10 miles away from East Palestine, Amanda Brashear says when she went to let her dog out last night at about 10 o'clock, the smell made her eyes water. And she also believes it could be why her chickens are now dead. So I walked up to the cage and this this is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning when she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this they they may be just chickens but they're family. Brashear says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine is to blame for her bird's sudden death. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. Officials have said that the smell wasn't toxic. Oh, now, wait a minute. Hold on. You just added. All right. So stand by. She said it smelled like what? Smelled like death, right? She said, well, no. The smell. No, the smell. She said the odor that the lady said in the beginning. It made her eyes burn. Yeah, Yeah. made her eyes burn. She said it smelled of death, right? Oh, I know what they were hauling in the other. Because there's other chemicals. And yeah. there's, a whole, there's a whole list of them. It wasn't just that. Oh, they're, it's not now, the phos gene to be no, worried about. No, no. There's, there's another other, one. There's other chemicals, and they've. It's called acylitic. They've released acrodite. the list. acrodite. The list is in the photos. We'll Hold get on. to that in a few minutes. Acylitic acrodite. All right. First of all, play it, the next video though. It it smells. It's it it smells like death. It literally it smells like death. It. It smells like somebody's died. Acylitic fire when it when it actually catches fire and starts to smoke, it stays very the smoke stays or the it's a clear gas. It stays very low to the ground. So it affects chickens quick. Chickens like that. Yep. It stays less than two feet off the ground. Dogs, it's tasteless. Boxes, it's odorless. Small animals because they found wild, wildlife dead everywhere, like small wildlife. It would stay about knee high. Mm-hmm. That's yep. roughly where it would hang out before it would dissipate. Very odd, very, very odd. That's weird. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna get to the rest of the chemicals that were there in a few minutes. Because there's a lot of there's it's not just the phosgene. Phosgene's mm-hmm. not like that's yeah, the one that they're telling people about. You worry about that one because that's easy to research. Yeah. But phosgene, when you look at phosgene, it's actually not that bad unless why does that video look like old file footage? It was actually um it's all local footage. There's there's nothing national. They're not letting national yeah, news reporters letting, in. Yeah. They've re- they've arrested some and we'll get to that too. We're gonna get to that too. Yep. Hmm. At the area well and groundwater are safe. However, after this couple saw dead fish in this creek that you're looking at, they're deciding to not take any chances. Oh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment five miles away. This is huge, huge environmental effects. That's now one of many concerns the EPA now faces. The impact of the fish, yes, there was a, a impact to those. However, the levels as we have seen it are protective to groundwater, 
We are aware there are some wells along that for residential wells. Environmental cleanup crews were at and actually in that water today. So are these booms, which are used to catch and stop anything that shouldn't be flowing here or into water wells, which Murphy uses for just about everything. Those horses look fine. Mm -hmm. Weird. Now they'd be above it, I guess. So for they'd, now, yeah, they'd be all right. But yeah, that, that's all bad shit right there. That's not phosgene, though, because guess what? Fish no, don't breathe phosgene. Nope. Okay, that's impossible. It's a hydrogen mm -hmm. atom. It's not gonna do that. If you get my my drift. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're here. Yep. Why do they? They open up the primary. That's right. I might have to switch things around. No, it's all right. All right. Only in Negley, Ohio. I'm at the corner of By Road in US 170 North. This is the bridge that goes over top of Leslie Run. This is their filter barrier that they have currently. But I think it's important for people to see the dead fish. Um, I'm going to walk under the bridge here above and show you. Coming right up, another fish. Um, there's hundreds of them up here in this area across here. Hundreds. Another fish. Another fish. They're just everywhere. Um, those are small ones fish, too. Fish. Those are small ones too. Those yep. are bottom those feeders. Are like minnows. They're not gonna. Fish. Those are ones that are. I mean, these are minnows. I mean, they are in our streams. Fish, 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 fish. This is only along one side. Um, that I can safely walk the water without a... Yeah, it's getting in the groundwater. That's getting in everything. You no, know, I came out on the other side of this bridge. I just walked you through underneath it. Um, those are your barriers, barriers they have. Um, here just hanging out. There's a mountain dead water. Fish. But um, you can see, there's just fish down. Hanging out. Huh. That's all. That's all freshwater. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah, it's all going to aquifers on the ground. That's not good. That ain't good at all. Uh, Two rivers. I've got that clip coming up. Don't worry. I hope the uh, folks in Ohio. Hey, you know, you guys always move south. Might not be good all the time, but it might be better most of the time. Oh, I wonder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go tell him real quick. I'm going to. Yeah. Play the next clip. I got it. First news has been hearing all of your calls about your animals suffering and getting sick, some even dying. And it's not just causing problems for the animals. It's also causing problems for their owners as well. Taylor Holzer and his family run Parker Dairy. It's just outside East Palestine's original evacuation zone. 
Taylor is an ODNR registered fox keeper. A couple of his foxes broke their legs trying to run after the initial derailment. One of his foxes even died. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and um, he had liquid diarrhea and just went very fast. Taylor tells me all of his foxes have been sick and acting different since the weekend. Some have abnormally puffy faces, including the one he's holding. He says they are not eating properly. Many are dealing with stomach issues and are acting lethargic. This isn't how a fox should act. He's very weak, limp. He, His eyes are very like watery and weepy. Some of the foxes are pacing rapidly in their pen, another sign they are not well. Taylor says the train derailment is causing all of these issues. Smoke and chemicals from the train, uh, it's the only thing that could cause it because it doesn't just happen out of nowhere. The chemicals that we're being told are safe in the air, that's definitely not safe. For the animals. It's for animals or people. Taylor hopes justice is served for the animals and people of East Palestine. People's cats are getting sick and dying and people's other birds that they have in their house that they weren't being able to evacuate either. Just, it's not safe. Now, like you heard at the beginning of this story, one of Taylor's foxes did die. He now has to get a necropsy on that fox to determine the cause of death for it. Now, every animal owner, whether it's a pet or a agricultural animal, a farm animal, poultry, this has to be done. A necropsy has to be done to determine that cause of death. There are a few ways of going uh, about this. To set one up, pet owners, like for a dog or a cat, must contact their veterinarians, farm animal, and poultry owners. They have to contact the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And companion animal owners, they have to contact the Ohio State University. This is not good when animals like that are dying. Yeah. Something else is going on. They got something else in there. What it is, it. Why? We, I have the list. Hold on. Oh, we can only guess. There's more. Mm -hmm. When are we going to get to the arresting of. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Let's get there. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not in front of the clips right now. Well, you're the one that. Jesus, she can't tell me where it's at. No, nope. yeah, that's what they're going to blame it on. They're going to blame global, it on global warming. warming. Yeah, you watch. Massive train derailed Friday. Twenty of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit. The fucking shit that burned off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. Look at it. Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine.
next Chernobyl. Uh, Palestine, Chernobyl. Ooh. Does it really matter? I mean, quite honestly. You got lefties even losing their heads now. Mm -hmm. They're going red-pilled. Red They're getting red-pilled. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This is definitely a Karen getting red-pilled. Get ready, folks. This is going to hurt. I see so many people talking about the train derailment at East Palestine, Ohio. And all I'm going to ask is that if you do this, you get your facts right. I literally grew up right down the road from East Palestine. Um, my old childhood best friend lives in the fucking town. Um, my current best friend literally lives right next to the town. It is so much worse than what the media is telling any of us. I'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams, rivers, fucking dead. I got a video from my friend, okay, and she's like walking, dude, it's all fucking dead. All fucking dead. And on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen. The chemicals are in the fucking water and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not. The water's been contaminated. The soil's been contaminated. The fucking air is contaminated. You literally are about to see some of the worst fucking health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more fucked up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross never fucking came, FEMA never fucking came, the environmental con con conservationists still have yet to fucking come, and nobody's fucking helping them. Meaning all of the fucking firefighters that were working get no food, have nothing to help them, nothing. Okay, all the people that were displaced have no food water a place to stay none of that shit it is so much worse than what they're telling you and tiktok probably won't even let me post this video but if this video gets posted please save it and repost it everywhere you fucking can because i'm telling y'all they are covering this shit up they are covering this shit up because they don't want to get out how bad it actually was this was not good this was the worst fucking thing that's happened probably in the past eight years Wow, Karen, let's not forget about the vaccine or anything. Um, well, she's if, had like four of them. If you think they're going to lie to you about a simple fire in Ohio, you dumb bitch, they're going to lie to you about the vaccine, you retard. Yes. Jesus. Yes, yes. Well, you know, put the two of those together. They're talking about how, how poisonous this is, how cancer causing this is causing autoimmune diseases um 
blood can rare blood cancers. Wow, it's a perfect cover for the vaccine, isn't it? It sounds like it, doesn't it? Sounds like it's a perfect cover. Hey, this is why this isn't happening to you. But if it is, it's okay too. Mm. Yep. So that what is the vaccination rate of the affected area? That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, you know, that's see, this is why you guys are the best audience out there. I because mean, I get these questions. Pretty red, but people that have been vaccinated, their immune systems are just shot now. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Their, their body has no ability to fight off any of these carcinogens that they're inhaling you or just, drinking or you were, eating. You were just talking about that chick who'd probably been jabbed 12 times, whatever, uh, because she has, and she's an idiot. And now she's being, exp look, if it's, Ammonia. Okay. First of all, ammonia is going to kill you, period. Whether it's burning, whether it's fucking right there in front of you, whether it's uh, just exposed to oxygen, it will kill you. But ammonia hangs real low in the air. It's much heavier than air. It sits closer to your knees. But if that is what is burning, ammonia will stay to the lowest, coldest point in the ground. It will track down waterways. It will kill fish. Ammonia binds with water. It will kill fish. It will remove the water molecule from water or the, the oxygen mo molecule from water, which will kill fish. It will, it will replace it. You're right, Sue Rivers. It's not a vaccine. It's a, it's a poison death shot. It's a genetic bioweapon. This whole thing, though, if you believe it for what it is, um, other than it sounds like Ohio's a gigantic sewage plant right now. A chemical wasteland. Most of the Midwest, I think, is going to be a chemical wasteland. Play the next clip. I mean, this is... This is really, really, this really is bad. This really people. bad. It's this is real like as bad as it gets. To a major waterway that is going to fuck up everything. I mean, the entire country. It's going to divide country. the country in half. Yeah. I mean... You're not going to be able to fish out of the Mississippi much longer. That's the crazy part. We now know three more chemicals that were on board the Norfolk Southern train that derailed here in East Palestine just over a week ago. And we're being told that some of those chemicals are dangerous. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, ethylexoacrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, or on fire. Caggiano says ethylexoacrylate is especially worrisome. He says it's a carcinogen and contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose, throat, and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is also known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled. I was kind of surprised that when they quickly told the people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their uh, their homes tested, uh, they can have them tested. I, I would have far rather they did all the testing. Caggiano says it's possible some of these chemicals could still be present in homes and on objects until you clean them thoroughly. Oh, there's a lot of what ifs, and we're going to be looking at this thing 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line and wondering, gee, cancer clusters could pop up, you know, well water could go bad. Caggiano recommends anyone who's in the East Palestine area get a health checkup. He says get a record of where your health stands now so that moving forward, you have documentation of any possibly related effects to the train derailment.
Yeah, that is, uh, that is, uh, what did I tell scroll, you? Scroll back, to the, scroll, scroll back to the list of, uh, where what they I, had the three up on the screen. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I knew that one of them was an acolyte. I knew it. Actual acolyte. That's ethylene, glycol, monobutyl ether. Oh, hold on. I got to I'm trying to find the right one where there's the three. I, it's hard. There, you go. there it is. Ethylene, acrylite. That's the one. Isobutylene. That excellent ac acolyte. That is bad shit, folks. That'll fuck you up in the short term. It'll fuck you up even worse in the long term. If you get it on your skin, you will get cancer. You will die. It is a fact of life. It is part of that chemical. It is a highly, that's why it's only transported via rail and it's in a double sealed container. And when it does breach, one of the things you don't do is burn it off. Yeah, well, they did. You just don't. There's certain things you burn off, and then there's other shit you don't burn off. Yeah, well, they did because they wanted to get the railway back open. It was slowing down millions of dollars for Joe Biden because mm -hmm. Joe's worried. Get the trains uh, going. Actually, did we? I think we already saw that one. I don't know. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Cl close that one. Don't worry about that one. Go to the Why next one. Download tool. Uh, you did it. No. Yeah, no, close that one too. And go to the next one. Sorry. Would you make up your mind? There you go. Okay. Um, this is uh, Malcolm Flex. And we played videos of him before. Yep. Uh, and he does a, a great synopsis of what happened here. Because he's there, I think, right? He's in that area. Mm -hmm. He's right there, right around there. So, assuming that you don't live under a rock, I'm going to figure that you heard something or at least a little anything about the explosion or controlled explosion that happened out in Palestine, Ohio. The big issue here is that there's scant media coverage, number one on the original derailment, which again, you can maybe find a couple of articles where you can find people waving it off, but they're not front page news. It's not given the magnitude that it deserves. But big issue here is that this has the potential to turn into a massive health crisis. So we're talking rivaling the ground zero 9-11 first responders issue where people were suddenly dying from the effects of all of those particles and dust, but they were told by the experts that it was okay, right? So long story short, you had a tanker overturned. This tanker basically was brought to you by the Norfolk Southern Rail Company and they basically had lay of the land to do their own investigations, handle everything. And the EPA finally stepped in, albeit a little bit too late. But their basic premise was that they were just going to burn this gas to create what was known as a controlled explosion and hope that most of it went inert. Well, only issue with that. This is vinyl chloride. <laughs> so vinyl chloride. That gas in and of itself is extremely carcinogenic. So you've got a situation where not only have you suddenly taken a carcinogenic gas that has a very low boiling point. I believe boiling point is about eight degrees Fahrenheit. But you've taken this gas and all of a sudden you've decided that you're going to release it by burning it 
expecting 100% efficiency in the conversion ratio, not realizing that, oh yeah, by burning it, you're also accelerating some particles of it, causing it to denature into hydrogen chloride, which again, if you don't understand that, it basically makes hydrochloric acid, which adheres to water, it causes extremely toxic acid rain and so on so forth. You drink it, it gets into the water supply. It's just really bad. But this vinyl chloride gas, which is now being released, and they're banking on it to become inert, has essentially the effects of being a high-level cancer-causing agent. You know, it's a carcinogen. It causes all sorts of rare blood cancers, angiosomas, as well as issues with your respiratory system, hepatic fibrosis, where you get all of these weird fibrous buildups and, you know, all of these extra tissues because it directly affects lymphocytes within the blood. So that's great. But then the burnoff itself also causes the release of what's known as phosgene gas. So, you know, phosgene is extremely toxic in and of itself. So we have a situation where you're literally picking your poison all because of incompetence and a lack of oversight. Pete Buttigieg never came out. He never addressed it. We never got anything from the official authorities or any extra guidance or oversight on how to handle such an overturned tanker that carries extremely toxic materials. So, yeah, we're looking at government incompetence on a massive scale. And so the issue is we don't know how far this is going to go. We don't know how many different people this is going to affect we don't even know necessarily at what rate or what conversion ratio the gas is being, you know, deactivated, so to speak, or put into an inert state. And what amount of it is still, I guess, making it out whole or in toxic forms because, you know, phosphine gas is already something that you have to deal with. But vinyl chloride doesn't take a lot of exposure to do a lot of damage. I think that the ratio as outlined by OSHA, as being safe with one parts per million. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not buying that whole controlled burning explanation. I don't know about you. But again, media blackout. We don't see much information. Not, not very many people are talking about it. The journalists that are trying to cover it are getting arrested. So the whole situation just seems like it's going to turn into a a massive blow up over the years that will suddenly pretend to be blindsided by and have no recollection of until it can be politicized for future brownie points. <sighs> great. Just great. This is this is our reality, guys. All right, y'all. I do like Malcolm Flex. Um I want to I want to take a quick minute here. And just say thank you to God, who was obviously looking out for us. The other day, we, uh, it, it's been, the weather around here has been really weird. And Mick had to step away for a moment to go deal with what I'm about to show you. So the other day, um, you know, it got really cold. Like it gets really cold and then it gets super hot. And like it'll be 70 or 80 for a week. And then it'll drop down to like 50 and go down to into the 30s at night. And then the next day it's like 70. So our air conditioning unit is our, our HVAC in our house is set up so that it maintains a certain temperature. You know, it's, we keep it around 72, 73 all the time. So if it gets cold, the heat comes on, which when it gets really cold, we have the hearth going in the living room and it's, it's not even a fireplace. Like it's a full hearth 
um, one side is open to the living room, the other side's open to the dining room. It's in between and like there's hooks inside where I could like hang pots and shit. I mean, like, like this is an old school hearth and it keeps the whole house warm. So when it was, when we had that really cold snap, we had the hearth going, but last week it was only cold for one night. So we didn't start a fire and the heat kicked on and I smelled this. We all smelled like this weird, like chemical burning and it's something I've smelled before because I used to work in a hotel and when the fir- the heat first comes on, like the dust and stuff that builds up on that will burn off and it, it will sometimes smell like this. Okay. So I, I was like, oh, it's, it's probably just, it's the dust burning off. It's not a big deal. We haven't used the heat all year. So this afternoon I come in from working in the yard and it was warm today. It was like 75 and uh, it was really hot in the house. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I go over to the air conditioning unit or you know, to the thermostat and it's completely dead. And I was like, well, fuck. So I opened all the windows, got a nice breeze going through the house. It's comfortable. And I, I let Mick know when he comes home because his best friend is, or one of his best friends is an HVAC guy. Of course he lives where we used to live. So he calls him up and he's like, Hey, can you, you know, stop by here? Well, he happened to be doing a job in his town um, next door. So he just came by. That's why I got up and left when the dog started barking to let him in. Yeah. So this is what he found on our air conditioning unit. If you guys can see that. Okay. It's burnt. The screws are burnt. Freaking burnt. I mean, I'm talking, this shit is melted. So thank God, because our house could have very easily burned down. Uh, two rivers. I'm in South Georgia, just uh, about just South of Savannah. So it is, it is very warm here. Our growing season is like 10 months out of the air, but yeah. So thank God, literally thank God. Thank you, God, because our house could have burned down so easily. Uh, it, it would have taken, it takes eight minutes for your house to burn down. Yeah. So someone was looking out for us and I am eternally grateful. Anywho, uh, show again, it was in our air conditioning unit. It was on, it was like a piece of our air conditioning unit. You see this? It's freaking melted. I mean, melted. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyhow, um, let me go and, uh, get the next clip here because we have just a little bit more. Um, I want to get to the one where, okay. And this is the one where the reporter gets arrested. And, you know, I, I heard some people say on Twitter, they're like, oh no, they're, they're arresting reporters to keep them out of dangerous places because these reporters are trying to go into places that are, you know, dangerous for their health. An auditorium where they're doing a press conference is not dangerous for your health. All right. The explanation was that this guy was talking too loud. He was doing his live broadcast while Governor Mike DeWine was speaking. And so they asked him to be quiet and he wouldn't stop. Mike DeWine has come out since and said he absolutely did not. He does not approve of this arrest. It was abhorrent to him, but it happened. So anyway, let's, uh, you guys can see for yourselves what happened. 
I am allowed to be here. Now, now, or you can go to jail. Sir, you want to go to jail for criminal trespassing? You want to go to jail for criminal trespassing? Do you understand you know how quickly our lawyers will get me out? I don't, we don't care. care. Sir, can we I don't talk? care. Just, 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 just talk outside. Just talk outside. Just go. Just talk outside. Out the door. Out the door. Out the door. By other media right now. I'm going to listen. I don't care. You're going to walk out the door. I'm going to listen. You're going to walk out the door. Do not touch me. Do not touch me. Sir, can we talk outside, please? I'm trying to listen. And he escalated with me. I am doing my job. I'm. This covered by the First Amendment. Excuse me, sir. Under building supervisors here. Please leave. There you have it. You're, you're no. going to stand outside. You are. No. Or you're going to jail. Let's go. Let's go. Out. 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 You guys, this is bad. Stop. I am on the ground. What are you talking about? Stop. 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 About doing their job. This is what it's like to be a black reporter. And I'm so sorry. And he had to pull the race card there. This is what it's like to be a black reporter in 2023. On the other hand, there were other reporters doing broadcasts at the exact same time, and they were not told to leave or arrested. So, um, and yeah, uh, it doesn't matter if he's the building supervisor, it was a public place. <sighs> That's just really sketchy because. But, <sighs> I'm not really sure. Yeah, he was only following orders. Um, there, I, I, I want to say there's going to be some big trouble. It just makes it all seem like there's even more of a cover-up. And it's it's not, I don't know, it's, it's not right. They definitely should not have done that. All right. And there is um, a guy that did, uh, here it is. All right. One of the best explanations I've seen kind of getting down deep into what's going on here. And then we'll go through the list of chemicals. I want Mick back for that, though, because he has a better idea of what they they are and what they'll do to us than I do. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit. So it's shipped in its liquid form, meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. 
So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word. Yeah. So when the NTSB or Norfolk is telling us, oh no, the water's safe. There's nothing wrong in the air. Believe the government because they only have your best interests at heart because they're not trying to kill us because they're concerned about our health and safety. Absolutely. Believe the corporations that rushed through this so that they could get their railroad open. Believe the company that didn't evacuate people for 24 hours and then let them back on mere 24 hours after that. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't believe any of it, but that's why I'm a conspiracy theorist. All right. Let me get into some of these pictures here. And unfortunately, Mick's not back, but that's okay. Because I can do this without him. All right. So... Let's look at some of these. All right. So the health effects. The primary target of vinyl chloride acute exposure is the CNS. Signs and symptoms include dizziness, ataxia, inebriation, fatigue, numbness and tingling of the extremities, visual disturbances, coma, and death. 
Oh, that's excellent. Vinyl chloride can tear, irritate the eyes, mucous membranes, and respiratory tract. Remember what those people were saying, that their, their eyes were itching? Escaped compressed gas or liquid can cause frostbite or irritation of the skin and eyes. Hello, Seamus. Hello, Annie. Chronic exposure can cause permanent liver injury and liver cancer, neurologic or behavioral symptoms, and changes to the skin and bones of the hand. It's interesting. Vinyl chloride's acute CNS effects are likely to be caused by interaction of the parent compound with neural membranes. Other effects appear to be caused by interaction of reactive intermediates with macromolecules. So, all right. So vinyl chloride's acute CNS effects are likely to be caused by interaction of the parent compound with neural membranes. Let's think about that neural membranes. So the membranes in, in your head, all right, they're saying this will cause, this can have interactions with other chemicals that are in your brain. What other chemicals might be in your brain right now? I wonder. All right. Routes of exposure, inhalation. Inhalation is the primary route of exposure and vinyl chloride is readily absorbed from the lungs. Its odor threshold is too high to provide an adequate warning of hazardous concentrations. The odor of vinyl chloride becomes detectable at around 3000 parts per million and the OSHA BEL is one part per million for an eight hour time period. Therefore, workers can be overexposed to vinyl chloride Without being aware of its presence, a five-minute exposure to airborne concentrates of 8,000 parts per million can cause dizziness. As airborne levels increase to 20,000 parts per million, effects can include drowsiness, loss of coordination, visual and auditory abnormalities like hallucinations, disorientation, nausea, headache, and burning or tingling of the extremities. Exposure to higher concentrations of vinyl chloride for long durations can cause death, presumably due to a central nervous system and respiratory depression. The gas is heavier than air and can cause asphyxiation in poorly ventilated or enclosed spaces. Children exposed to the same levels of vinyl chloride as adults may receive a larger dose because they have greater lung surface body area, body weight ratios, and increased minute volumes to weight ratios. In addition, they may, may be exposed to higher levels than adults in the same location because of their short stature and the higher levels of vinyl chloride found near to the ground. Skin eye contact. Direct skin eye contact with escaping compressed gas or liquid vinyl chloride can cause frostbite injury but systemic absorption is negligible. Direct ocular exposure to vinyl chloride vapor can cause localized burns or irritation of the conjunctiva and cornea. Ingestion. Ingestion of vinyl chloride is unlikely because it, as it is a gas at room temperature. Small amounts can dissolve into other liquids, but in such small concentrations that acute toxicity is unlikely. Look, this is so important because while yes, they did burn the majority of it off and that's bad in and of itself, they waited for four days before they did the burn. And that's why I'm calling bullshit on the, um, the wheels being on fire when it first derailed. Maybe they were, but it got put out because they didn't actually start burning this until it was already derailed in a trench and had been leaking for four days. And that's when they burned it. So this vinyl chloride was already getting into the water system, into the groundwater, into the soil for four days. 
before they started burning it into the air. Go go to the just close that out and the next picture will pop up. So and and this is so important because anybody anybody that lives in the path of this toxic cloud, which really could be anyone in the, the east coast of the United States, anywhere from Ohio going east, and I only say that because the wind is blowing east right now. Well, you, south by southeast. South by southeast. You need to be aware of what these symptoms are. Seriously, don't just don't just pass it off as you know. If you start feeling tingling in your extremities or shortness of breath or dizziness or nausea or anything like that out of the blue you i mean you need to be aware of what might be causing it yeah this There's is no point not to yeah this is really important no i uh deaf yeah no he didn't but um i showed them already he's I, a big I, puss. I, I thanked but god yeah we're uh i'm we're dealing here. with this right now so i might be in and out for the next little bit because he's here fixing it right now as a buddy of mine yeah and uh, I, I told good, him the whole story. Solid listener who loves the show. So um, I'm going to go back to helping okay. him while you continue to Bottom read ride. boring things. Patient information hold on, sheet. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second because I can help you out this. Makes it a little bit easier to read. All right. So... And we already kind of went over what is vinyl chloride. Uh, it's a colorless gas at room temperature that has a mild, sweet odor. Handled and shipped in liquid under high pressure in a special container. Okay. Uh, can vinyl chloride poisoning be treated? This is the important stuff. There is no antidote for vinyl chloride, but its effects can be treated and most exposed persons recover completely. Persons who have inhaled large amounts of vinyl chloride might need to be hospitalized. Are any future health effects likely to occur? A single small exposure from which a person recovers quickly is unlikely to cause delayed or long-term effects. Exposure to vinyl chloride over many years can affect the liver, nervous system, and skin. Long-term exposure can cause a rare form of liver cancer. So what tests can be done if a person has been exposed to vinyl chloride? Specific tests for the presence of vinyl chloride in the breath or breakdown products of the urine are available, but they must be performed shortly after exposure and are not generally helpful. If severe exposure has occurred, blood and other tests might show whether the liver or other organs have been damaged. Testing is not needed in every case. Oh, and of course you can, you know, call the Poison Control Center for more information or OSHA because they're so incredibly helpful. They haven't even showed up in freaking East Palestine yet. They're so helpful. I mean, you really, I mean, they're, they're literally dealing with this on their own. So pre-hospital management. Victims exposed only to vinyl chloride gas pose no risk of secondary contamin contamination to rescuers. Victims whose skin or clothing is contaminated with liquid vinyl chlorine can contaminate rescuers by direct contact or through off-gassing of vapor. The primary target of vinyl chlorine acute exposure is the central nervous system. Signs and symptoms include dizziness, ataxia, inebriation, fatigue, numbness, and tingling of the extremities, visual disturbances, coma, and death. We already talked about that. Oh, um, I mean, this is, this is, this is going to be rough, y'all. It really is. All right. So that was the last one there. And I think I might have one more picture here. Um, I thought I had Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Nope, maybe not. Okay. All right. So Mick is not here to smoke with us. We'll have to wait for him to come back in. 
So yes, this is very serious shit. Uh, UFO. You know what? Let's let's do a little humor while we wait for Mick. How's that? Because we need a little bit of a laugh after that. Let's go to something stupid. Tucker. Tucker's always good for a stupid laugh. Not always, because he does talk about stupid shit. But this this one was particularly funny. I got a kick out of it. We will concede we have spent many happy years making fun of Mr. Don Lamont of CNN. And at times we'll concede we've been a little cruel. But even as we have mocked him, and we have, there has been honestly an undercurrent of real affection. We kind of admired Don Lamont. How can a man so obviously limited have such boundless self-esteem? Doesn't he know he's an idiot? No, he has no idea. This is the guy who once suggested that a commercial airliner had been eaten by a black hole. And when people laughed at him, he seemed completely unbothered by their laughter. In a world of intellectual pretense, Don Lamont is not ashamed of being dumb or for that matter, ashamed of anything else. When he got fired last year from his primetime gig for low ratings and reassigned to mornings, he told viewers it was a promotion and he seemed to mean it. So whatever else you say about Mr. Don Lamont, he is unflappable, or so we assumed. It turns out there is in fact one thing that bothers Don Lamont, and that's not being the prettiest person on the set. That drives him insane. So possibly as a kind of torture, a kind of punishment, CNN's new president, Chris Licht, paired Don Lamont with two much younger, much more attractive co-hosts, Caitlin Collins and Poppy Harlow. And the normally steely Don Lamont began to melt down before our very eyes. The other day, for example, after Caitlin Collins interviewed a Republican member of Congress, Don Lamont launched into an attack on Republicans that wasn't actually an attack on Republicans, but a not-so-veiled attack on his co-host, Caitlin Collins. Can't do that. Producers in the control room turned up the music to get him to be quiet. We're going to commercial now. But he shushed them to keep attacking her. Watch this. Thank you for taking time to join us. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. That's going to be, that's the time that we're in where facts are sort of flexible. And that's why just, we got Caitlin Collins on the Hill. Fact-checking in real time. It was a great interview. Citing incredible sources like citing the New York Post as a credible source and saying that facts are, it's just, I can't believe that we're here. Caitlin, that was a, a great interview. All right, moving on. Um, anyway, well, not moving on because that's, listen, that's a big issue when it comes to the American, hold on please with the music. That's a big issue when it comes to the American people. The American people are going to have to suffer through all of this stuff from election deniers to people who don't believe in facts, we don't have a shared reality, and now it's taken center stage to people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is Thanksgiving at the alcoholic passive-aggressive family's house. The American people, shrieks Don Lamont, the American people. Of course, it's not about the American people. It's definitely not about, quote, facts. Facts. No. It's about how Don Lamont feels about himself. CNN president Chris Licht really ought to sit down with this guy over a few mango white claws and just let him know that just because somebody else is pretty doesn't mean that you're ugly. It's okay, Don. You're beautiful inside. Or something. Is it going to work? We don't know, but they got to try something. Don Lamont is on the brink. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube oh, channel geez. to catch our nightly opens. All right. <laughs> Too much. Oh, good. Mick's back just in time to do our tribute. Look, I was... I know we we dealing we, with I know. shit burning in our I know, attic. I know. Right? I know. Hey, it's we're fantastic. We're trying to do men shit. We're trying to not. 
burn the whole fucking house down. Although I, mean, I was trying that, that would be excellent. It would be optional, but now our heat's fixed because we have the best heat and AC guy out there. <laughs> That's true. We do. He really is. Oh, all right. Time for our tribute. Yeah. Got to do that. Yes, absolutely. So we, I just played a little humor clip because uh, we, we finished with Ohio. So Tucker making fun of Don Lamon. Did you see that one? Is it that? Last week? What he, yes, what, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, remember yes. that? Yeah. Anyhow. Oh, who is Tucker really? Tucker's a CIA show. He is. But you know what? Paid for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein has been. That's what he is. Are we doing this one too? No. We'll save that for later. Right. See, humor's a folder that we just pop back into. When we need to. UFOs next. UFOs! Hopefully you don't have any fucking shit that we have to read. No. Read. No, no. No. So, in case you didn't know, Shit's gotten so bad, the government is rolling out Project Bluebeam. Because. Oh, no, I wouldn't call it Bluebeam. Oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. Not, they're they're no. rolling out the aliens. No, they're they're definitely playing Blue like Beam. this is a fucking UFO. Bye, Two Rivers. Nice to see you. Welcome. And yes. Toodles. And thank you for the excellent insight. Where's Two Rivers, right? I don't know. But he was throwing some good comments in there all day. Three Rivers is in Pennsylvania, so Two Rivers might actually be in Ohio. And eight Rivers is in Jamaica. That's true, it is. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. I've never seen Grandpa's pipe. <laughs> Look at that. I've never seen Grandpa's pipe look like that. Nope. Well, this is a special pipe. Yes. This was the Grandpa one that Grandpa would have been really jealous. Would have probably been really pissed off mm -hmm. that you were token out of, and he wasn't. Yes. Although I, I think uh, the kid's Grandpa is probably going to be taking hits off this bong here pretty soon. Huh? My dad. Oh yeah. I mean, I brought him a half a dozen cookies when I was like, "Don't eat and drive." <laughs> <laughs> the special cookies and um and then uh i told you i was over there a couple weeks ago and i took the garbage out for him because you know like my parents house the garbage is full and i was leaving so i was like oh, i'll take the garbage out and i'm walking out to my car and the kid's in the car and he's driving home and uh and my dad's like come here and i was like what and he was like come here and he's in the back of the garage and i'm like out in the driveway walking the garbage can he's like no come here bring that with you i'm like okay and i go into the back of the garage and he was like i'll take the garbage you take this and he hands me a little vape pen and he goes your aunt sent me this from new york they have dispensaries up there <laughs> i was like dad i got some good shit in the car you want to just go out in the back and smoke a bowl <laughs> and then and then she told and he had no idea apparently. i, I it didn't was know so funny. I, I didn't know that he didn't know that i was smoking weed mm -hmm. but and then she goes yeah, dad. Uh, yeah. Mick gets better shit than that from the VA. <laughs> and what? and he was like, what? 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Mick's been smoking for almost a year now. It's good. And, it's getting him all off of all the pharma shit. And he was like, no way. Mm-hmm. Ask her. I'm telling you. No bullshit, folks. It's just, you know what? I've been so trained for my entire life to hide my smoking from my parents. Not that they didn't know. They obviously did. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's respectful. So, so the other day, so they came over. This was actually over the, the holidays. And um, it was New Year. Yes. Yeah, it was New Year's. They came over. Yeah. Came over New Year's. And uh, I was like, she she's like packing all the dope. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, stop. And she's like, what? I was like, stop right now. You're not doing this shit anymore. How the fuck old are you? <laughs> 44. I was like, are you eight? You're not cleaning up before 18? your mom and dad no. gets here. No. <laughs> fuck that shit. We'll leave it right out in oh. front of them. If they've got a problem with it, they know where the door's at. Hey, don't let yeah, the I handle hitching the ass on the way out. But <sighs> don't. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. All right. So on to UFOs. Um, now they've shot down four balloons. Matter of fact, I'm looking forward to if my mother and father ever come down here. They won't. Please. Because that's not going to happen, I don't think. But Dude, not after the last conversation that I didn't have with them because they didn't answer the phone when yeah, I yeah, called true. them twice in one day after you had that conversation with them and got kicked out of the well. Yeah, hmm. that's not happening. I mean, you're one of four. It's not like we were getting much anyway. Yeah, we're 25%. It's 25% <laughs> of nothing anyway. It's zero. Anyhow. 25% of nothing is still nothing. I don't give a shit. That's fine. It's the family thing that matters, though, and it pisses me off. I they didn't listen. I know. I know. Makes me angry. I know. Hey, my I dad didn't so. listen either. All these people, I know every single one of you told your parents, your family, fuck, don't go get the shot. Mm-hmm. Haven't they listened? And if they did, I want you to walk in and kiss their forehead and tell them, thank you so much. Yep. Because those are the few and far between. Yeah, because what I'm finding out, a whole lot of people listen to a whole lot of stupid fucking information and did none of their own research. Yeah. Prior to. Yeah. They didn't ever look for the other side. No one played the 10th man. Well, except for us. Or the 11th or the mm. 12th. Well, me, really, because you didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I played the guinea pig because I've already been it. So why not? I know it was a science experiment. What's a new one? You're lucky I didn't kill you. Uh, when it comes to these higher altitudes, are America's borders secure? The president uh, takes, uh, as I said earlier, he takes uh, our national security uh, extremely seriously. He has no higher responsibility than the safety and security of the American people. And I don't think you need to look any further, quite frankly than the decisions he's made in just the last week to 10 days uh, to evidence that. But it feels like he's plugging holes, like these are vulnerabilities that we are discovering in real time. You're making an assumption there that I don't know that the I don't know that the analysis will actually bear out. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Let's 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 stand by. Stop. Everybody just take a knee. Let's drink some water real quick. Choke down an ibuprofen. Let's take, drink some water real quick. Let's let's throw a little analysis on this conversation, okay? There, because this is an admiral, so we'll try to respect his rank, Admiral Kirby, um, as you are a retired admiral. Um, 
sir, let's make sure I understand this situation completely incorrectly because I want to make sure that I'm not missing any details. This administration let a balloon penetrate the United States airspace, okay? Not only once, but uh, now three times from what I'm aware of. Four. And we're going on our fourth, okay? So, and the fourth one is still up for grabs because it could still be in Canada. And they couldn't, no, there's one they couldn't find over Montana. So let me make sure I get all of this right. You let one balloon traverse that you didn't even know about. 3,500 miles. Okay. Until it was 3,500 miles into Montana. No, no. Across the country, all the way to South Carolina. No, that's when they shot it down. Yeah. That's how far it went. 3,500 miles. That's not my point. From inside it had the United States. made it that far into the United States before we even picked up on it. Okay. Let's make sure I understand that point correctly. Number one, number two, it then changed direction and course, not with the wind against the wind using its own propulsion. And you told us that it had no contact with wherever it was receiving signals from. But then again, you don't know where that is. So how do we know if it was receiving signals or not? Oh, good point. So that being said, Admiral Kirby, now that I've destroyed those two points. Kirby has an excellent question. Was he a rear admiral? He was. <laughs> of course he was. He, uh, as just, just checking. My, my dad. Are there any other kind? My, my the dad. Navy? Yes, there are. Um, <laughs> there's, there's just admiral. And then there's, I was going to say, are the women front admirals? No, but <laughs> the generals in the military had a a nickname for the rear ad and they call them steely butts <laughs> steely butts because <laughs> that's what it took to be a rear admiral it was a steel ass you had to have a steel ass oh, so anyway, okay uh, my bad Anyhow, so still to make sure that I'm not into queer admiral under Millie. <laughs> so hold on, time out. So this this balloon continued to traverse our country. It went from areas that had some of our most sensitive secrets, i.e., our ballistic nuclear protection for the United States of America, like all of them, mm -hmm. um, all underneath it at different points mm -hmm. in its traversing of the United States that you said again was not being controlled by something you don't know about because you're not sure of where it came from. However, it made it all the way across our country. And then finally, only finally, after it had done its job, did you decide to shoot it down over the Atlantic? And now we're having a trouble. We're having trouble finding its um, bus-like cargo that was underneath it, three stories high, mm -hmm. according to AOC. Um, or, I'm sorry, fucking whatever. Camel toe. Either way, how is that... Securing the border? Securing the border. I mean, obviously, That's Joe Biden has shown That's almost as bad as letting 5 million immigrants jump, run, gonna say, and swim across. What are we hosting? The Mexican Olympics here? Joe has, uh, no, now they're finding Chinese nationals coming across the border. Shit, we're having the Chinese Olympics too. We're, we're, we're apparently hosting the Olympics and just knowing everyone's just taking, just coming across the border. I mean, you got to run, jump, and swim your way into the country. Anywho. Because we'll just give you free money. That's how it goes. But uh, phone right. free money and healthcare and hotels and yeah, we're we're running behind here. So well, that's because I know of it is what it is. The way you have things set up, we'll get to and the rest of it tomorrow. A bunch of reading shit. Actually, I I, I kind of like this though. Okay. Because you know we're 
the show's running a lot better. Yeah, it is. The no, program's is. running a lot better. You guys can see a lot more, and we're not like mm -hmm. fucking retarded yeah, on the screen. That too. And... So here is what um what Lloyd Austin had had to say. <sighs> okay. He was not in the army, folks. He was mm -hmm. merely a figment of your imagination. He was never a ranger. And uh, I don't even think he's a human being anymore. I think he's a bot. Maybe. I think he might be a blank. Mr. Secretary, have you been able to recover any part of the most recent three objects? And why continue to call them objects? Are these not balloons? Well, uh, we're going to confirm what they are once we have collected the debris. But to answer your question, uh, we've not recovered any debris from the three most recent shootouts. Three most recent shoot downs. So there's four total. We are shooting down things that we don't even know what that is. Yeah, Mike Adams says they're like birthday balloons. Like people are like like rich people are like getting birthday balloons. Yeah, no, no, and no, no, set them up in the air. The Air Force is shut them down. I'm no, like, no, they're not no, fucking birthday balloons. They're bigger than that. Do you realize what he's saying there? Yeah, we're just he shooting down everything. The chairman. Not even he is. The, the chief of staff. Chief of he, no, he's the, or the um, director of the fucking armed services. He's yeah. the guy in charge, and he's saying we're just shooting them out of the sky. Hmm. Why? What, what are they? If you, he's the secretary of defense. That's what he is. Sorry, I, I don't. me for a minute. I don't pull the. No, I, I, we had a Joe moment. It's completely um, complete Joe moment. Now we see how it happened. Hmm. Um, but we got Hillary standing at, staring at us. So oh my god, it's all kind of part of it. You're all right. What, I hadn't shown everyone this yet. So no, I started unpacking boxes right because we've only been here a year and we finally un unfinished unloading the storage unit and I've been going through boxes and I have like the coolest kitchen stuff that I haven't seen in like two years because it was in storage. Well, a couple. During the Hillary Trump election cycle, um, at Christmas, good, good friend of ours. a friend of ours got me this Hillary Nutcracker. It's freaking hysterical. <laughs> it's literally a Hillary Nutcracker. Oh, my God. Anywho. And Mick put it right here so that she can look at us for the entire show. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, but, but my point is this, whenever I was, when I was taught to shoot, you don't pull the trigger unless you know what you're going to kill at the other end of the range. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't do it. Okay. So why are we flying planes up, planes up shooting objects out of the sky that we have no idea what they are? Because one day, bro, I'm telling you, one day we're going to shoot one of these motherfuckers. It's going to be a motherfucking EMP and everything is just going to go just like that. Good night. Big Mike. Now that's, that's Hillary. That's Hillary. It's Hillary. It's my kill dog. Come on, watch out. Play the Tom McDonald one at the second to last. Okay. Jesus. Since we're almost done here, obviously we'll get back into UFOs tomorrow. Aliens. It's aliens. Big Mike. Oh, yeah. You fuckers. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. Well, Tom McDonald's back at it. Yep. So there's been a lot of talk of UFOs in the news lately. UFO fever grips Washington. U.S. shoots down unidentified cylindrical object over Canada. U.S. jet shoots down another unidentified object over Canada. Lawmakers want briefings on this weekend's UFOs. U.S. closes Lake Michigan airspace, cites national defense post-UFO sighting. Object shot down over Lake Huron. Your Monday briefing. U.S. destroys UFOs. Okay, I got one very serious question. How long until Joe Biden tries to sound out UFO and says UFO on national television? UFO. You know, that, that thing up in the sky, man. You know what's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then Joe Biden's probably already been abducted and replaced with a clone who's much less of a moron. What do you guys think is going on here? Is it China? Russia? Aliens? Or is it Sam Smith floating around this stupid f***ing outfit? If there's one thing I know for sure, it's the truth is out there. But as long as Joe Biden's out there, it's a bunch of lies out there, too. So what do you guys think it is? Let me know. Yeah. What do you think it is? Because what is this shit, folks? What is this crap that's flying all over the place? I, I mean, seriously, what is it? Is it balloons? I mean, what country just decided all of a sudden we're going to go to balloons? Antarctica. The Vril? Mm -hmm. No. Good try, though. I yeah. the cylindrical craft that they they shot down. Um, we'll we'll get we'll get more more into it tomorrow. Play the last humor clip for the night. Which one? In humor. Yeah, that one. Before we get out of here. I just uh, yeah, I don't know. Because why not? So tomorrow we'll get more into UFOs, um, Kovac stuff. I, actually, no, I'm sorry. Um, that'll be on Wednesday because tomorrow we have Diane Kayser coming back and she's bringing the receipts. Um, Diane with the parasites. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, she had actually put together a presentation for the SGT report. She was on recent recently and she texted me and she was like, Hey, um, I I've got the receipts. I got slides like, like she's she's bringing proof that parasites cause cancer, and I was like, oh hell yeah, girl, bring that on here. Right. So, hell yeah. So uh, so yeah, so she's coming on tomorrow, and uh, we'll be delving into that. She actually she's doing another like live full moon cleanse in March, and she asked if if we wanted to do it, and I was like, March is a really bad month for us. Yeah, because. We do a lot of drinking. There's a lot in March. of drinking and corned beef and cabbage and potatoes soaked in Guinness. And it's no, yeah, it's... there's no cleanse option uh, in March, maybe like April or May. Like the one after that, we'll need it after St. Patrick's Day. We actually take March, a, well, one of the things in. we take a couple of days off for the show is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day in and around because it is a huge holiday down here. Mm -hmm. And I invite you all down if you've never been, come down here because it is a blast. You will not have a better time in your life. Um, it is, we put on a fucking great parade and yep. uh, it's the biggest outside of Chicago and New York when well, it's theirs is a little bit the longer, but we have a bigger party because yes. it's fucking cold up there. No one wants to party up there. Uh, I we had a double Saturday banger. Uh, it was uh, two is a Friday and a Saturday in a row, and that's what uh, it's going to be. This year is a Friday, yeah, and next, next year is a Saturday, Saturday. and yeah, it, it'll be one point five million this year. It'll yep. be one point five million next year because these they book everything. It's already sold out. Yeah, I went to just look. Thank just, God our kid like has his permit because he is so. So RDD and I asked him to, I was like, Hey, after the parade, like we'll bring the dogs home. I said, 
do you, do you want to stay home or do you want to go back downtown and like, you know, party with your friends? You're not allowed to drink, but you can like go hang out and party. He's like, oh, I want to go downtown. I said, excellent. Cause you're going to be driving us home that night. Yep. <laughs> yep. So anyhow, you'd be dragging me out of a bar somewhere, kids. So damn, be, be prepared like, for fucking puke bags and damn, what's wrong so, with dad? He looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. No, he just drank mm-hmm. six gallons of whiskey. And actually, you have your first. You have a, a St. Patrick's Day committee meeting coming up here soon. So I think uh, I the might twenty first. I might ask Ghost to come and co-host with me that night. Okay, because he likes to come and, and yeah. sit in when, when you're not. He does a great job, and yeah, we haven't had him on for a while. So um, if he's not. Because it's a Tuesday, I think. I don't it think is. he does a show on a Tuesday. So um, I'll see if Ghost wants to come in and co-host with me. So anyhow. Anyhow, let's get to this real yes. quick. Before we get out of here. 26 seconds. Yeah. Bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Hey, what are you doing here? What do you mean, what am I doing here? Well, Wolf Woman don't usually come out until it's a full moon. <laughs> Must be a full moon, bitch. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I really like that. That was good to see. Yeah, C3P meme is always good for a laugh. <laughs> so, all right. That's pretty funny. So, we're going to get out of here because uh, Josh is coming up next with the Red Pill Project. Yep. We so, will be back, uh, like I said, tomorrow with Diane Kayser. Yeah. Yeah. 5.45 for the pre-show, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. show starts. You got it. And uh, we'll see you back there. Uh, like, share, subscribe, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you later, fuckers. Have a great night. For the Mick. And Lynn. Thanks for watching, y'all. Talk to you later. From the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. So come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. You ain't making through the slates, snares, and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick. Over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be really badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rod gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. So come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Okay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can F-A-F-O-I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue 
collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt South with a truck seat eye, and he straight pops loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out.